can you hit pause on an entire economy <laughs> and then just and then unpause it you know a little bit later welcome to island thrive bringing you engaging conversations with vancouver island business and community leaders we've taken this quantum leap from a macro perspective this isn't going away welcome to the new podcast Dave Monahan, president of Smart Dolphins, and myself, Paul Holmes, the VCIO and lead training person at Smart Dolphins. Is that, is that can I call myself the lead training person? That sounds yeah, it sounds is that good. All right, yeah, it sounds all good. Right. We might work on the title, but yeah, let's go with that for now. One day I'll, I'll I'll come up with a better title. We're doing this brand new thing. Uh, we're actually really excited about it because we've had some interesting guests, and they're coming up in the weeks ahead for this amazing podcast for the community. So this has been a long time vision that's come into being. Uh, why don't we start with talking about how we've come to where we are? What's this all about? Yeah, obviously COVID-19 rushed into our lives and, and uh, you know, after we got through sort of the urgent part of that of keeping our people safe and our clients at home, uh, we thought maybe we could play a role here in, in helping the business community by putting out a a survey uh, of you know where people were at and had been through and what they expected in the future and you know just sort of sharing ideas and, and that type of thing and you know, had a really good good response to that yeah I just thought it seemed like a natural sort of um, outcome of that to to start doing more of that by sharing the guests that we have on here their experiences and their ideas and. Um, resources and all that, all that type of stuff. So, well, and we've been talking about this for a long time, probably mm -hmm. almost as long as I've been at Smart Dolphins, which is over five years now. We were like, hey, we should do a podcast one one time, and and uh, always always never kind of hit hit the surface. But now that I guess uh, we live in a kind of a stranger, different uh, world moving forward, um, it seems like uh, seems like the right time to create a new channel for communicating with people and being really direct. I, I think this is the, what's really neat is we can um, be ourselves. We can, we can uh, obviously uh, present smart dolphins in a, in a, in a fun light, but also uh, bring some real value to, to people and their business and the community. Right. I'm excited about it. Yeah, and you know, there's in the episode, we, we talked to Victoria Shannon from Hans Braun, you know, we talk a lot about communities being being stronger through this, right? And and people really connecting locally, and, and that certainly has happened for me as well. You know, so I think that's sort of a natural out, outcome of that. It's you know to get people connected more with the people in the in the community through something like this. So, so let's talk about the survey, Dave. The um, it was really interesting to kind of watch because I think there was some some surprises, but a lot of things that we kind of did expect when COVID nineteen happened we were actually kind of about a week ahead of everybody else in terms of getting people working from home and stuff. And so we could manage the anticipated rush for that, which was, which was a great decision in hindsight. I think then we jumped on the survey really quickly after that, put together, asked a bunch, a bunch of questions. The biggest one is what was the impact to your, to your business or your organization? Was there a consensus there? Or what? Well, yeah, I mean, this all sort of started from a natural, you know, I like to reach out to the people, right, to see what they're going through. We're all in our own little bubbles, in the, you know, so, so I reached out to a few people and I thought, you know, we should really get a broader look at what's going on, you know, and we're certainly doing that with our clients, but beyond that in the community. So, and, and it really was uh, quite diverse, right? There's a lot of companies that, you know, were disrupted and had maybe had a little person go, had a little bit of revenue loss, uh, made some some cuts, but for the majority of them, you know, majority 
organizations out there. It was mostly business as usual, as, as best we could. But then there was a few, you know, sort of minority that were that really hit hard, you know, that lost a lot of, a lot of them, you know, inability to even operate, right? You know, restaurants being the obvious example of that. So, yeah, it was, that was interesting. In-person events, that's an obvious one. A lot of the performing arts, we talked a little bit about that earlier before we recorded the episode. But overall, the general sentiment was was fairly good, but people were still anticipating that there was a, a bigger impact that was going to come. And this was, I think it probably depended on when people filled out the survey because there was government programs that were being, you know, rolled out during that process. So um, what's your feeling now? Are we, are we still waiting for this bigger impact or with the reopening? Is there, you know, where, where do you think we're going from here? Well, I think, uh, of course, nobody knows, right? Yeah. So that's the, that's the power of <laughs> surveying, the ball. <laughs> yeah, surveying the general sentiment and just just getting a feel because you know I think that's more helpful than than being in your own head, right? And so uh, I think there's sort of more of a, a sense of of um, potential recession of, of opposed to this shorter term, what the heck's going on kind of thing. Like, how do we how do we get through the next week or or month? And now it's sort of looking at quarters, or the, you know, the remainder of the year. You know, from the survey from people I've talked to, I think there's there's some caution there. There's a sense that you know some sort of recession coming, and it's going to be you know it's going to be several quarters before we'll really kind of know and and feel feel that confidence return. But it's um, but again, I think there's still also that other that sort of uh, muted sense of that. It's not it's not the world's not the sky's not falling. The world's not ending. Right, we'll come through the other side stronger, and and uh, but it might be twenty twenty one kind of right timeline. Yeah, I think that sentiment's still still out there. The grand experiment was: can you hit pause on an entire economy, <laughs> and then just and then unpause it, you know, a little bit later? And I think uh, I think that comes with some complications. Yeah, you mix in the government injections, you know, and in, in their attempts to bump things along as well. And that's, that's all that's never been done. Right. So yeah, yeah, definitely a different world. I think uh, the concerns that were mostly raised in the survey were fairly common. You know, people were obviously concerned about team morale and safety. Also, of course, lost revenue being a major theme and then the general sort of disruption to operations. Was there anything else um, kind of stood out? You know, each business is a little different, so everybody's sort of tackling unique issues for their business. But um, yeah, I think those are those are sort of the themes. Yeah, I think one of the concerns was that communication piece, right? And this is where we jumped pretty quickly into into doing a lot of online training. We even did a some training around Zoom, which <laughs> so many people, even though I think the number of smart dolphins that had used Zoom up to that point was, you know, could be counted on a single hand. We dove right in because because there was a recognition that. Teams wasn't for everybody. Zoom was a lot simpler to just get started, right? So I remember the first time I did the training for Zoom, we had, I think it was almost, there was over, I think it was over 50 people. Yeah. Wow. Online training for that. So yeah, it was quite the experience going through all that in hindsight. Yeah. And that's <laughs> interesting too. I mean, you think about Zoom, it's pretty straightforward. You log in, you know, but the, you know, even, even just getting that comfort level of somebody, somebody guiding you, Right, to this new world, right? I think we're all looking for that comfort. So I think there was a lot of uh, help, you know. Yeah, and uh, so it was great. We could we could help. Well, a big difference between, I think, yeah, and a comfort level around security that was a huge concern. 
up front and and you know there there is legitimate security concerns everything you do there's legitimate security concerns so sort of putting those in context for people and then also a big difference between clicking on a link someone sent you to join a meeting and then organizing your own meetings and you know how do you use licensing and you know all that sort of stuff so um so that was good i i thought of course, Teams, Microsoft Teams, most of our, our clients use Microsoft Office 365 and the, with the hosted exchange. And so Teams was a natural progression for a lot of them. But Teams was also one of those tools where if you don't implement it well, you can really make a huge mess. And so we did a lot of training on the fly around Teams as well, sort of in response to that, right? And I think we, uh, you know, we, I mean, there is that mobility piece. There's also... The, the whole culture of your workplace? How does that translate uh, from the in-person to the online? And, you know, obviously that that's not a super simple equation for even, even businesses that are mostly already virtual, that would still be a challenge, right? You know, if you have that, that weekly in the office meeting or whatever it is that sort of brings your team together in a physical sense, right? So I, was, was there any culture sort of stuff that stood out? Yeah, I think I think just the whole shock of COVID and, you know, this new environment and people just generally don't like change. But there was sort of the flip side of that was sort of this inspired, accelerated innovation that happened, right? Okay, we've got to, to survive. We've got to all come together in this new world. And, and yep, Teams is new. Let's let's get our training and let's let's make this happen. Let's let's uh, let's change. And a lot of companies, you know, looked at their you know, one-year plan, three-year plan kind of thing and said, you know, we, let's, let's pick off some of these oh, things and do them now. <laughs> yeah. Or, or do them, do them now or, you know, or, or yeah, the world's changed. So that some of these things aren't relevant, but it really, I think really showed for smart dolphins and, and other companies that I have some insight into is that how quickly people can change a, when you need to, and, and B, when you get, get inspired, you feel you want to do more, right. And, and help your, help your team, help your company, help, help your clients in the community. It's kind of like us doing this podcast, right? We, we kind of talked about it, like you said at the beginning, we talked about it for a long time and now we, you know, we see this great need and, and hopefully some uh, sense this will, this will help people. And uh, so boom, let's do a podcast and here we are. We'll figure it out as we go. As this clear was, as you know, people will go through the first few episodes, we're, we're definitely learning as we go as well. So, that's sort of a broader, I think, trend that, that I see, you know, and certainly tech is a big part of that. Yeah, well, and the innovation isn't, I was going to say, isn't necessarily around technology. It's around their business processes and, and you know, a lot of, I think we hear, we've heard a lot of that with the upcoming guests. The major effects, they intersected with the technology they were using, but they had a broader impact in terms of their, basically their service delivery models in many cases completely changed, Right. I think those trends are going to probably continue. Absolutely. You know, one, one of the things with, I've recently started a uh, Workplace of the Future talk series. I launched it last Friday on um, at a digital conference that used to be a physical conference. And uh, just talking about sort of how the Workplace of the Future uh, is shaping up. And one of the slides I basically, I prognosticated the 10 years of uh, innovation in terms of work from home and you know, those sorts of uh, mobile workplace things have, has happened over the last two months. Like we've just, we've taken this quantum leap. I think some of that's going to roll back a little, but I don't think it's going to roll back to the same way it was. Yeah. What's really interesting too is, you know, BC's said, you know, they've got restart plans. So let's all, you know, try to try to take some steps to go back to, you know, the new normal. I told myself I wasn't going to say that, but anyways, um, <laughs> it's so overused. 
it's been, I think, fairly slow, I guess, in, in the, from what I've seen. You know, people are fairly, I don't know if it's caution or if they're just, you know what, we're operating okay. We don't have to, we don't have to freak out and try to rush anything, right? So, and, you know, I think there's a lot of people sort of thinking about what does this mean for our business a year or two? I think we're, you know, as Smart Dolphins, we're thinking about sort of a hybrid, an office, but, you know, some people working from home, you know, part-time or full-time and rethinking our office. And, and again, the technology all lies, you know, plays a part. We're through the panic of all this and, and thinking about the new trends and what it all means. And so people taking some time to do that and laying the foundation for that's really important that people like, like we said with teams and not just rushing out and plugging your credit card in and, and trying to um, call it done, right? It's it, these things uh, to do well. You have to you have to really uh, take your time and invest in it. So I think you're right. I think the big thing too here is communication, and I talked about this a little bit in in my talk as well. Is the function of an office really is collaboration? I mean, obviously you meet with you meet with vendors and you meet with clients and that sort of thing, and so but that is a form of collaboration. The other collaboration you're doing is um, over the phone or in meetings. And so all these things have existed for a long, long time. And people are just discovering tools like Teams. Uh, and obviously there's, there's computing products as well, but the one that we sort of use the most because, and we use internally here at Smart Dolphins is so great because it, it does a lot of the same things that an office does in terms of getting people working together, only now you can record it and you can go back and look at your notes and you can search it and, you know, all those sorts of things you can't do with a water cooler conversation or an edge of the doorway conversation you can now do in such a, I guess, such an efficient way. And so I'm excited in terms of the quantum leap in that collaboration piece. Like, People are going to use these tools. They're going to jump in. They're not going to just throw them away when they go back to their offices, right? right. Yeah. I do think there's a deliberate decision to make there, though. Like, I think it would be easy to, to kind of let go of the lessons of this, right? And so I guess that would be one thing I would suggest to people is, is put it on their to-do list for, you know, at some point before the year ends, you know, what has this taught us as an organization? What do we carry forward with? And in, in, in that, I think, acceleration of our innovation and using these tools more like it's, 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 yeah, it is that silver lining and, and uh, let's not waste that. I think the, uh, the biggest thing with the, with the change is the security landscape has shifted so much too. We saw this in the survey, right? People were brought up security as a huge concern when suddenly Betty was working at her desk. Uh, she's now go going home, working on a computer, not sure what, you know, is there an antivirus on that computer? Is, is she downloading company files there? You know, like that kind of thing can be horrifying for an organization that isn't set up really well. Yeah, well, I mean, from a macro perspective, this isn't going away. This isn't, you know, maybe five or 10 years, will somebody will figure it all out, you know, for, for the world, right? But uh, in the meantime, they're, you know, one of the best businesses to be in is, is you know, being the bad guys, right? There's, they've moved from basements to uh, high rises, right? This is, a, this is a big business. And so, so, so that's not going away, right? So for, on, the, on the micro, on the individual business level, we need... It's like, it's like anything, anything we need to build in our business, we need to be looking at the, the next thing that we need to be working. So it's a plan, right? You need to, you need to identify the issues, identify where, where we're weak, go for the lowest hanging fruit, make progress, but don't just stick your head in the sand and, or, or worry or think it's not going to affect you. It's going to affect every business. 
Yeah. And the other, the other big one was business continuity, the concerns from the survey. I'm old enough and I've been in this industry long enough to know that, you know, people used to not think about that at all when it came to their IT. They throw on their backups and hope for the best, you know, it was sort of the, the save and pray methodology. And, and obviously now with the technology that's out there, you can have a far better business continuity in terms of technology, but there's also all the other pieces of business continuity, which I think so many people didn't think about. I, I know a lot of the conversations I had before the pandemic were, well, if there's an earthquake on Vancouver Island, it'll probably just slide into the ocean anyway. So no need to worry about, about you know, backups that much, right? And now, of course, when we've been through this and people, they didn't, a lot of businesses didn't lose their business. They're still in operation. Only now they realize there's a whole lot more to business continuity than just the earthquake that's going to slide everybody into the ocean. That's actually pretty unlikely, whereas a global pandemic apparently is a far more likely scenario, right? You know, so I think there's going to be so many lessons on that as we move forward and 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 thinking about business continuity not just in terms of can i restore my data if my server dies but you know how can we make this work under weird circumstances right and obviously certain industries have very different challenges like restaurants you know business continuities can we flip over to a delivery model tomorrow not always reasonable to do right yeah i don't know was there anything that sort of struck you I mean, I think we've had, you and I had the conversation about, about just people's, humans don't assess risk very well, right? They just, and, and they don't value it enough unless they're really conscious and, and maybe had some hard lessons around that. So, you know, this ability to not necessarily predict the future, but think about it in different scenarios and think about, yeah, just being, I guess, being adaptable in, in, and flexible, but in, in an anticipation, you know, of, of unknowns, right? I think, uh, What's the book? Um, White, the Black Swan book, you know, sort of talks about black swans being these really irregular but big uh, things that happen that, you know, negative impact on the world and pandemic being, you know, one of those things. Uh, people just don't do well with those in terms of uh, planning, planning for them or anticipating them. So it's sort of recognizing that that's an inherent weakness in, in people. And so we need to we need to sort of invest in that in advance. So let's tease everybody a little bit on some of the speakers that are coming up. I know, um, and we've touched on a lot of the topics. Uh, I'm excited about the one that recorded with my colleague, Ty Hedden from Smart Dolphins. We actually started to talk about security a little too late into the conversation. So we're going to bring him back and we're going to have another episode down the road, more in depth on security. But that's going to be actually a bit of an outlier because most of the people that we're talking to are business and community leaders. So I know we had... um, Victoria Shannon's coming up next week. She is from Hansbron. And so she's talking about all of the various difficulties she's experienced over this period with managing several retail buildings and, and office buildings. So that I think that was one of our most fun conversations, if, if that's still allowed. <laughs> but um, yeah, what, what was your takeaway? What's, what are you going to tease people on that episode? Yeah, well, I, I just love, I love Hansbron. They've been, you know, um, uh, great landlords for us. You know, there's just such a principle valued led business. This thing hit, they didn't have a playbook. They just went to their values and their principles and, and that really led them and they did some unique things. Right. And so that really speaks to a lot of the things we've already talked about today. 
right? They, they, I think they're a great example of, of, of quickly adapting. Yeah, I mean, she's a fun, she's a fun person to talk to. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and then we have uh, Sheridan King, attorney from Ramsey Lampman Rhodes. We have an episode coming up with her, and she, her specialty is uh, HR. And so she talked quite a, at length about um, on that episode about some of the peculiarities that we're going through right now. And, you know, a lot of people need to kind of remember that the rules don't go out the window when you're in the middle of a pandemic. And she had some really, I think, keen insights on some of the stuff that people need to be conscious about. And we talked about how we got to where we like, cause we're down the pathway a bit, but we, we let a little bit into that work from home transition back to work from work and how, what that looks like as well with her. So so yeah, that that'll be a, a good episode as well. Your thoughts on on that one? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it's interesting the different episodes we've had uh, really sort of capture what I'm hoping the podcast is is going to be is this sort of diverse, like like Sheridan was very sort of tactical and, and kind of went through some really practical things as well. Like I was I I learned a lot from that, it, so that was helpful. And then you you think about Victoria Shannon was was sort of like this inspiring conversation and sort of this you got to join her a little bit on her journey through this, right. And, and kind of relate and, and, and take some lessons from, from that. So yeah, it was great. So Dave, the vision, this, this is your vision coming to life and I'm excited to be, be a part of it. I, you know, I always love to be on audio and I always love to be on video. Yeah. Uh, if anybody is seeing the video uh, right now, Dave uh, put, put out a challenge in April uh, for a fundraiser where if, if the staff contributed enough to the uh, fundraiser that uh, Dave would wear a mullet for all of May. However, we are recording this in June, so I have no idea why you still have that, that hairstyle. I have no excuse. I have no excuse <laughs> other than, you know, no, no hairdresser will see me at the moment. But yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah I'll use that. I'll use that. Yeah, right on. So this is, I think you, you touched on it already, the vision. We're going to include some very diverse voices. We're going to have a bunch of very interesting and not necessarily connected topics. We're going to talk obviously about technology because we're in that business, but this isn't a technology podcast. This is a, a podcast for the, for the community. And uh, we're going to learn together. We're going to curate some good information, share some best practices and experiences. And so I'm really excited. And I just, the, the episodes we've already recorded, we're starting to release. Uh, this is going to be a really exciting project. Speak a little bit more, Dave, to the vision. Where do you see this going in the future? Yeah, we're going to see what, um, and isn't that kind of what business is about, right? It's it's about sort of seeing what the market wants from you, right? And where your strengths are. And so I think sort of putting ourselves out there, inviting some 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 people in that we think, you know, are interesting and valuable and just having a conversation, see where it goes. So I think, you know, not to make it sound too, too loosey-goosey, you know, it's obviously both the business community and, and uh, lots of boat basket weaving. Well, it's not just the business community. It's the broader community too, nonprofits sure, yeah, yeah. and, yep, absolutely. you know, and we're going to, I know uh, we have some scheduled up coming up where we're talking about the impact um, for, on nonprofits with the pandemic. Obviously the business community is a huge part of the community. And that's, I think that's what I'm most excited about is really connecting with and helping to find ways we can strengthen that community locally on Vancouver Island. Well, Vancouver Island is so unique, right? I mean, it's, um, if you, you only 
live here, maybe you don't you don't see it as as well. But if you if you travel or if, like in my case, I've got a peer group, so you know of, of people in the very same same business all over the world, and and certain things they do there don't work don't work here, and certain things we do here don't work there. Lots of you know it's a sort of lifestyle kind of businesses here, and yeah, it's very unique. So I kind of want to capture that, right? And and I think there's some yeah, just a lot of interesting things interesting things we could talk about in that in that respect. You know, I grew up here, and I spent most of my most every day of my waking life um, on Vancouver Island, and it's shocking to me everywhere I go around the world just how different. I mean, we we truly do live in paradise. We're so fortunate to have an opportunity to be here, and uh, we have something we need to preserve and strengthen. And I really feel like we can be a part of that. And and I felt that for most of my career, you know, being part of the Smart Dolphins team. When all this started and people were panicking to get home, we felt a real sense of mission in terms of, you know, getting people working from home and flattening the curve and all that. The way our staff came together to raise some funds for COVID-19 relief fund, just giving back to our community. I know I get a real sense of pride being part of a team that, that does that. And, uh, and I hope we can really encourage that in a, in a broader sense as well. You know, in the world changing quickly, I think Vancouver Island's been literally had a bit of a moat as in around the castle kind of moat filled with uh, orca yeah orca orca instead of sharks <laughs> and dolphins too, maybe. don't forget dolphins. about the dolphins. yeah right 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 <laughs> so i think but the world's changing right geography is those boundaries are collapsing and technology is accelerating and and everything else around all that that uh, we all need to tackle and so yeah that mission for me is really about preserving this amazing place we have by and the quality of life we have that is you know so much it's driven by the business community and the and the community the broader community as well hopefully we can play a part in making that uh, making that better well i'm excited dave i know we've mm, got we got three recorded under our belt and this is going to be uh, a lot of fun i would welcome if anybody has listened to this long let us know <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, you'd be, hey, Paul, you know that part in the podcast where you said, if you're still listening, I was still listening. I'd love to hear that. But more importantly, haha, more importantly than that, um, give us some ideas. You know, what would you like to hear on this? You know, where, what are some topics, maybe some, some really interesting speakers in our community or, or just people we can have a conversation with? You know, this is really about having good conversations. Anything is possible. Oh, possible. Sorry. You're on a roll closing this up and I threw that in there. Sorry. Had to do it. (laughs) It's okay. Nobody's listening anymore. (laughs) So that's all I have to say. Uh, other than, other than we got some great shows coming up. Quick. Thank you, Paul, for, for joining me in this and, and Megan in the background, she does a ton for, uh, for our super uh, producer. Yeah. Super. Yeah. And all our guests. Yeah. Thank you for playing a part. It's great. Awesome. Take care. Thanks for listening to Island Thrive. It's a podcast, but with a porpoise from Smart Dolphins IT Solutions.